Welcome to Faked, an original podcast highlighting the underground world of counterfeit illegal items around the world and how to spot them. Whether you're traveling the world or buying online, Faked will be your guide. With your host, Joseph Rowan, you'll explore the many ways counterfeiters can pull off disguising everyday consumer items as the genuine good. What is going on, everybody? We are back with a new episode, and this one's going to be a fun one because it's mostly uh, things we're probably not going to have to worry about, but it's something that everybody owns. We're going to be talking about fake Apple devices and stores. I can't believe I hadn't done this when I figured it'd be a disservice to my listeners if I did not do it. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be leaving tomorrow to go to Vegas um love the place i've talked about it before so um if you guys ever are traveling to vegas you can check out my episode 27 i did a scams in las vegas lost vegas las vegas i did a scams in las vegas episode alongside some of the other larger cities in america which then uh, later on in some of the episodes like 50s i did scams in all the large cities of the world uh, which we'll probably jump back into later and i'll do some of the other large cities i can only do so many but there are a crazy vast array of all these different scams people put people through and it's always good to be alerted before you do go there i know the first time i went to vegas i had some trouble uh just kind of navigating the system but i've been there you know five plus times now and feel like i know my way around but some things may come up again and maybe i'll do another episode of maybe a a mini one where i found something else that uh, seemed to be some scam in vegas maybe something new popped up after the coronavirus but guys we're going to jump into this episode it's all about Fake Apple stores, fake Apple devices, and fake Apple accessories. So I'm going to try to slam that all into this episode. First off, let's talk about uh, China's fake Apple stores. So this is probably something you're not going to have to worry about, but um, there's a lot of people that do have to worry about this. And this is the people that maybe uh, live in China where they're going around trying to get their Apple devices, especially with new ones coming out. seems like that's uh, gravitating around when these stores really start to pop up out of nowhere is when a new Apple device comes out. Um, and these things are spot on, and there's really nothing Apple can do about it, apparently due to some bureaucracy, uh, creative something, legislation, I guess, that obviously they're able to uh, function. They're able to keep creating these stores. Uh, they're not necessarily selling fake devices. And I think that's where the issue is, is because they look just like an Apple store. I mean, down to the employees being, uh, you know, Apple genius kind of bar thing. So it's pretty crazy. Um, but, uh, yeah, people were going crazy because there's only a couple stores, uh, registered stores with Apple in China, in the large cities, uh, like Beijing and things like that. So people took it on, you know, the China, people of China ended up taking it on themselves and do like, Hey, we, why don't we just, uh, buy some of these products up, open our own store and go crazy. And apparently there's nothing they could do about it. So kind of cool, but also something you're not going to want to get yourself into because obviously with that, there's going to be a higher price that comes with this stuff. Also, things aren't um, protected by warranty. Things aren't uh, protected by the actual Apple company itself. Maybe the product is, but not being able to go back to that store and say, hey, I bought it from here. They're going to say, take a hike, chump. Uh, 
this is now a McDonald's, a fake McDonald's <laughs> or something like that. So um, apparently it came to light in 2011, but it seems like more springing up all the time, as I said, about new products coming out. That's a big piece of that. But it looks like there are more than 30 Apple stores in the southern Chinese store, uh, town of Shenzhen. But Apple only has one official store and five authorized dealers in the era, which none of them align with that actual uh, number with the 30 Apple stores. So that means that most of the stores in that area, which is like a, a kilometer shopping corridor, are unauthorized fakes, but still generally sell real Apple products. So it's the authenticity that isn't raising the concern here. It is where you're buying this stuff from. Uh, you know, what kind of protection are you going to have? Uh, and also verifying what products are being sold. So that's a big one. So many of these Stores have been uh, kitted out to look exactly like real Apple stores. So the sales staff wear blue t-shirts with a white Apple logo and display. Display iPads, iPhones, and Apple Watches on the same wooden tables you'd see in a real Apple store. So you may just jump in to it thinking this is a Apple store. It is down to the T. It looks just like it. Okay. But none of them hold a candle to an infamous fake Apple store in Kung. Ming, so K-U-N-M-I-N-G, the modern capital city of China's southern uh, Yinnan province. Apparently that one is the crim, the crim de la crim of fake Apple stores. I mean, it looks, and I'll put up some pictures on my TikTok. So if you guys haven't followed me on TikTok, which is just faked podcast, there's going to be some more visuals uh, available here, okay? Uh, I know there's not a little visual aspects with the... Um, with the audio platform, but I enjoy throwing a little bit of these scenes into here so you guys can get a little bit of um, a visual component to it. So the, the store was first outed as a, uh, on a blog called Bird Abroad, written by a 27-year-old American, Jessica Engelson, uh, who worked for a public health organization in Kunming in 2011. Okay, so after a short time away from the city, she found that three Apple stores had sprung up in her absence and all of them were fake. Okay, but Engelson noticed that the store had Apple Store written on all the signs, whereas Apple doesn't feel the need to add anything to its iconic fruit logo. So that might be your telltale right there is Apple Store, because I think we all call it Apple Store, but it's not actually called Apple Store. So... At the same time, Anderson um, then discovered Apple only had four real stores in China, two of which were in Beijing and two in Shanghai. Okay, so when Engelston first spoke to the employees of some of the fake Apple stores, apparently even they appeared to believe that the stores were real. So maybe they were just hired under the premise of, hey, you're going to be an Apple uh, employee, but uh, or Apple store employee. Maybe that's where they just stopped and they were just like, hey, you're an Apple Store employee. You're a genius. <laughs> You're a genius, which is so funny and ironic because a genius would obviously be able to see this because they, uh, they'd be listening to this podcast. Bunch of geniuses. So um, it's easy to see why in the U.S. all the maple uh, surfaces in Apple stores are harvested at one particular time of the year in Canada, so they kind of all look the same, uh, which is kind of cool. I didn't know that fact. So the surfaces in the fake store look pretty similar. Uh, there's some misalignment. There's uh, definitely some different stuff there. It doesn't look exact. Kind of look like a Ikea 
um, kind of falsewood. So there's an area to try out new Apple products, which you would all be like, hey, that's great. You know, this seems legitimate if they have all this Apple products out with little safety uh, devices on them that are alert if you try to steal them. And then apparently the Apple employees are just as helpful. So it looks like they got training down too. Maybe they got a manual from them. So eventually Chinese trade officials conducted an official investigation and found that there were more than 20 fake Apple stores just in the same city. That would probably raise some alarms. Like if we had 20 Walmarts, maybe that's a little too much. Like that's too big of a thing. Like 20, gosh, I'm going to date myself, but like Radio Shacks, you'd probably be like, all right, what's going on? Which one of these are real? It's like uh, Loki cloning himself. You're like, which one? Which one is it? So some were shut down, but uh, more have been appearing uh, more than ever in the run-up of a lot of the launches of new products. So as pre-order demands outstripped supply, off, uh, unauthorized Apple stores took advantage. So some employees in fake stores in Shenzhen told Reuters... Uh, that they were buying the iPhone 6S and 6S Plus from the U.S. and Hong Kong as well as China and smuggling them across the border into the mainland. I would assume you attach the word smuggling to any of these products and it's probably going to null maybe a warranty is my guess. Just a guess. Not even an Apple guy myself, but I'm assuming that's probably not going to... They're not going to honor a warranty of a smuggled iPhone. So there can be... um, uh, I guess there they can be sold as much as double the official price to consumers unwilling to wait weeks for stocks to arrive in real Apple stores. So that's probably part of the big thing here is uh, people don't want to wait and people take advantage of it. And you got to respect a little bit of the hustle, but you don't want to be hustled. And that's where this podcast comes into play is this stuff's going to happen. Things like this, people are taking advantage of a supply issue and uh, may they're not really looking for longevity. They're looking for an instant win, an instant, you know, buck. So let's move into how do we spot fake iPhones in general? Okay. So maybe you're at these places, um, which we just talked about. Um, there's probably official lists we can look at to see which uh, spots are real in these cities. So if you do find yourself in Shanghai or Beijing and you're early in the market for a new Apple device, I'd check online and just see where their authorized dealers are and don't really be taken for a ride for double the price unless you're wanting to pay double the price for something. I know PS5s have been like that. Uh, where people are pretty much commonly paying thousands of dollars for this stuff. So teach their own, but I would say don't be taken for a ride unless you know you are, okay? Unless you signed up for it. So how do we spot a fake iPhone, uh, specifically 12, uh, in 60 seconds? Let's check this out. So check the serial number of your Apple iPhone 12 on Apple's website, okay? The authentic items should be registered and their serial number should show results in the Apple database. That's a huge one. So if you're ever buying a uh, iPhone, which is very common on like Facebook Marketplace or an unlocked one on Amazon or eBay, you might find yourself with a fake one. So check the, the font on the top left, top right side of your screen. Uh, once the phone is unlocked. So because most of the fake phones have their current time inscriptions font too thin, looking kind of like an Android device, which is no shade to be thrown because I'm an Android guy. So verify the font used for the text on the lock screen of your phone. So the fake iPhone 12 devices commonly have their font too thin. It seems pretty consistent. 
they just can't get that bold down. They can't get that bold font. I think they, uh, you know, we'd have some more issues if they could bold in that, that font. Apparently that's their Achilles heel is uh, weight of lettering. <laughs> so have a look at the icons on the apps on the phone and make sure they're, they're the right iOS icons. Maybe they'll throw in some extras, maybe some malware, maybe a little bit of that, uh, something that's gonna track you down and steal all your stuff. So be on the lookout for that and then maybe bring up on maybe not your, well, I guess you could probably bring it up on your phone if it had internet. I would assume they wouldn't, you know, lock that out. And just see if the icons are even remotely similar in font, in color, gradient, name, all that stuff. So analyze the cameras on the rear side of your phone as well. So the fake Apple iPhone 12 phones commonly have a thicker outline for their cameras, while the authentic iPhones always have the outlines thinner. So it looks like they couldn't get the thinness of the camera down, but they couldn't get the thickness of the font down. So it's really some issues here with um, weight. So examine the text written in the back of the box of the phone. So since the fake Apple iPhone 12 devices tend to have their text again, too thick. Well, apparently, yeah, printed is is much easier for them. Apparently, the text is too thick on the iPhone box, but too thin in it. I, I'm, uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm taking that too far, that joke too far. But okay, next up is how do we spot and avoid fake Apple accessories? Apparently, this is a huge one too, and mostly with the Lightning connectors because most people have a bunch of them. And oh, I'm just gonna get one real quick for this trip. So I can have another one. I can keep it the other one by my bed and keep on my car. You know, I've got at least seven different uh, charging devices. So how do we tell? Okay, so the lighting, lightning connector should be a single piece, smooth and have smooth and rounded contacts. So a counterfeit fake is going to just have misaligned contacts to it. You'll be able to look at it. They won't be as uh like uh, thick, I, or, uh, no, they'll be thicker, it looks like. It looks like they're, they're more pillowy. When you look at the actual pins to it, it looks like it's more pillowy on that, um, and it just looks fake, uh, like definitely fake. So, but you gotta look, you gotta look really close into it. So another one is the width and length of the length of the boot should be consistent. So when you look at the counterfeit fake, um, it looks like the actual pin um, area is smaller than the plastic, uh, container that holds it. So it's clearly like fake, like it just looks really bad. And again, this, we're losing a visual component. And apparently, um, I'm going to try to, uh, navigate this through words and adjectives and descriptions. So another one is the connectors faceplate should be a gray metallic color. So a genuine apple color should have a, um, I'm just laughing at some of these pictures because they're so bad. Um, genuine apple should be gray with the gold pins to it. Uh, and remember this is past the plastic. It's that thing you actually put into your apple and on the counterfeit ones just look so bad. Um, but again, it maybe if you're not looking at it, they'll, they'll, I guess the moral of the story here is just to look at the end of it. If it looks shifty, don't plug it in. There's so many bad things that can happen, okay? So USB connectors uh, or connector surface should be smooth, consistent, and its shell should be flat. And that is the actual um, input into um, the USB side of it. So when you look at that, it should be smooth, consistent, and its shell should be flat. So make sure there's no weird coloring mishaps. 
And then USB contacts are gold-plated. So that is within the, um, so when you actually look at the USB side of it, and then you look into the little holes, it should be gold-plated, not, I don't think fakes are, fakers are not going to have that kind of technology to do that, and they're not going to want to waste gold. These people are pirates. They want their gold for themselves. Okay, so the surface of the insulator should also be uniform and flat. And that is for, let me see, okay, so when you're looking at the USB in, so this is the USB side of it, look in it and the it should be flat. The actual pins itself, when you're looking straight at it, it shouldn't be weird looking or look like a piano. Because some of them, some of the fake ones look straight up like piano keys. They're so thick. And with that, you're going to, you know, mess up the inside of your whatever device you're, you know, plugging in. So... How do we spot fake power adapters? That's another big one, okay? So spotting a fake power adapter is a bit harder to do than a cable, and Apple doesn't have a detailed page on it. So, of course, the first thing to look out for is any differences between an official power brick and a counterfeit brick. So if you do have some around, maybe you're a little skeptical of the one you just got, but it should be pretty apparent, apparently. So build and material quality and construction are also factors. You should be able to rip off any casing or shouldn't be able to rip off any casing or remove the power prongs by hand. So perhaps the most telling difference is the text present uh, on the back of the power adapter. So look for typos, which are incredibly common. Okay. So official adapters say designed by Apple in California. If it doesn't say that, or it's not spelled correctly, then it's probably a fake or definitely fake. That probably so really the best practices we always talk about, uh, and that applies to all of this stuff, is to make sure you're getting your stuff from a genuine uh, thing, you know, genuine, genuine place. I think that's always important. We talk about this constantly. Just make sure you're getting it from a genuine reseller or uh, being a- aware of all the stuff we just talked about when it comes to Apple. And uh, if you find your or fancy yourself as an Apple fan, you should know most of this stuff. I think it's important. Um, and I know Apple's really reputable for kind of getting rid of all this stuff. But again, this stuff slips down, slips by. We just talked about 30 fake stores in China. Like, that's huge. So, guys, yeah, um, that's going to be it for this episode. I'm going to be in Vegas uh, starting tomorrow. And I'll be back. Hopefully, we'll get another episode in um, at the end of next week. So, guys, remember with faked items, there are those who produce them, those who purchase them, and those that listen to this podcast. I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.